Welcome everybody to Oldish Midlife Unscripted. I am so glad to have everybody here taking a gander or actually a listen to this podcast. With this podcast, I really kind of want to re-examine what aging and midlife is all about, mainly because I am now 55 and I'm not sure what are my next steps. Nobody prepared me for this. So we're going to figure out what this is all about together. Hopefully we'll have a lot of fun and we can kind of start changing that definition of old for all of us. Today, I have an amazing guest on the show, and just so you know, I'm going to set the stage of what this is going to look like for the rest of the podcast, and then I'm going to introduce you to this really amazing woman. So the podcast itself is never going to be over 30 minutes, and I am giving each guest a word or a phrase or something that they have to watch or listen to prior to the podcast. And then we're gonna discuss what that has to do with uh, potentially aging. So it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be very unscripted, which is where I think we get to the heart of conversations. And I am looking forward to sharing this time with you and my first guest. So, without further ado, let me bring on our first guest. Her name is Colleen Kavanaugh. She is an amazing woman I met during my caregiving days, and we both have evolved into very different people now. And I want her to share with us some of the things that she's been working on recently. So, welcome to the show, Colleen. I am so happy to be here, and I'm so happy that you're podcasting again. Best news <laughs> ever. Yay. So what have you been up to lately? Lately, I have, as you said, we met in the caregiving world, and as we have both evolved out of that space through many different iterations. Right, right now, I help creatives manage the mundane so that they have time and space for their art. So that looks like... Uh, organizing their spaces, at homes, studios, as well as creating systems of efficiency for their businesses, doing graphic design for social media, and whatever anybody needs help with. That's awesome. I know for myself as a as a wannabe creative, I need space to do all of that and really need someone to help me figure out what that looks like. And then you also have a podcast, don't you? I do. I have a podcast called Love Letter, which has been on hiatus for the last few months. I'm waiting to start up a new season when inspiration strikes. But the interesting thing about that pause is I don't care. Whereas oh, that's before, awesome. Because you had been on one of my previous podcasts and I would religiously every week, it had to be out at Tuesday morning. And it was just, it was a machine like production system. And now I'm like, if I don't feel like doing it, I just don't do it because it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things when it comes out or when it doesn't. And if I'm not feeling it, why am I going to put my energy into it? Because I'm not going to create the same type of episode. So that is a big difference, bigger than not doing caregiving work and doing design work. It, I feel like the shift in kind of not caring and doing things when I want to do them not because somebody else expects it of me. Exactly. You know what? I love that um, 
And I know I've been contemplating doing a podcast for about a year. And it took me some time to really figure out what it was that I wanted to put out there. And I didn't want to just put something out there to put something out there. I wanted it to be something that um, really resonated with me. And, you know, I love humor and I want to find humor in the places that we can find it. And sometimes that humor is in the fact that I can't get up the stairs nowadays. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I digress. (laughs) So um, I gave you the phrase left, right, left, left, right. So before I reveal what that actually means, I want to get an idea from you what you think that might mean. So my initial reaction when I saw your prompt, I laughed a little bit and immediately thought of this is probably a dance move I should know about, but I don't. And then I realized, oh my gosh, this feels like the trajectory of life. You're going in one direction and next thing you know, something pops up and you're doing a 180 and you're in a different direction. You might turn back again in the same direction and oh, guess what? Yay, you're making progress. You're in the next space toward that goal or wherever you were going. And then up, oh, you're going to go right back again and turn around. And then I've thought about it again. I'm like, no, I think left, left. That might actually be right. Like the changes, like right, you're right here, wherever you are, you're right where you're supposed to be, whichever direction you're going in. That's what I I I absolutely love your ideas. Um, They are so much more philosophical than I actually meant. (laughs) (laughs) I knew this was coming. Thank you for doing the Dale Carnegie two compliments, and let me have it. (laughs) So, and I really thought about. Um, left, right, left, left, right in the terms of online dating, how we swipe (laughs) or we swipe right. And I really wanted to talk to you about dating over the age of 50. So mine was so much less philosophical than what you came came to. Okay, this this is going to be so good. And this is such an aha reveal because I, before I got on the call, was like, I just have to hope I can keep my mouth shut about online dating and not bring that into the conversation. (laughs) Guess what? You don't have to. (laughs) Oh no, it'll be good. Let's go. That's awesome. So one of the things that, you know, I'm 55 and dating for me has always been a challenge because I just, it's, it just is right. And the fact that online online dating is so crazy, right? I mean, I can tell you stories upon stories about, you know, what I've experienced in regards to online dating or what I haven't experienced in online dating. (laughs) So I want you to share with me um, any of your stories that you might have in regards to whether it's dating, whether it's online dating, whether it's, you know, finding the, the person of your dreams. Share one of those good stories with us. <laughs> Which one to pick? <laughs> I was so resistant to online dating to the point where I was in a relationship that I should not have been in for too long of a t- period of time. And I would console myself saying, at least I don't have to online date ever again. Right. <laughs> 
And then as the universe in her infinite sense of humor decided to say, guess what? And when I decided that I, it was during the pandemic as well. So that for first, there was no organic way to really meet people in the way that we used to be <laughs> able to. I couldn't even, I couldn't even lie to myself that like, oh, I don't have to online date. And I just felt so isolated and alone. And I really wanted that companionship. And I did all the work with therapy to heal out of the relationship and blah, 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 did all the stuff you're supposed to do. I'm like, I'm ready. My first inclination was, why did I not do this sooner? It is better than Netflix. The <laughs> entertainment value in online dating is not to be diminished. It, these people put posts up of just astounding um, I don't even know what the word is. First, I, I want to do, I was telling somebody last night, I'm like, I want to start a photography business where I just do people's online programs or profiles and write their bios and choose the pictures. People do out of focus pictures. Then people do goofy pictures. And, like it just, it's, it runs the gamut. Then there's a, a certain point where you can tell where they crop the photos, especially for the men, they crop the photo and they maybe have a hat on, but you can't really, and then there's a hat in the next picture and a hat in the next picture. And then like, there you go. Then there you go. He's completely bald. So you can <laughs> And they're trying to like they try to like lead you in or the guy who puts the photo, first photo up with like three of it or him and his best looking friend in the hopes that you're going to hope it's the other friend, but it's actually <laughs> him in the next picture. There, there is some guy who is perennially, perennially on one of the apps who shows up his lead picture is himself bathing in a tub of popcorn. <laughs> I love that, though. <laughs> And like just the wackier, the, the, I mean, talk about like letting your freak flag fly. And I guess you're selecting, right? For for people of, if it's not your type, it's definitely not going to be your type. And, and you know, and there's sometimes my heart breaks a little bit. I'm like, oh, there's somebody for everybody, even this person who, you know, looks at one, the best, one of the best pictures and most unique was a gentleman who was standing outside in a field with a bouquet of balloons in his hand and flowers looking downward very sad standing behind his mother's tombstone oh my god oh my goodness that is definitely the way to pick up someone isn't it <laughs> i did the i i you know mommy issues hello like right. it's not going to get any worse than that so yes it's, you know, and then people have, you know, some of the people, one gentleman asked that one non-negotiable I have is dot, 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 because that was the prompt. No chipped toenail polish. Oh. Wow. Um, you know, the requests and the asks or the, the veiled ways of saying, you know, I, I want someone who is intelligent, smart, you know, all of these nice adjectives and fit. I'm like, you know, can you just say point blank, like if you don't, you don't, you don't have an eight, six pack of abs, I don't want to have anything to do with you because I'm totally superficial, <laughs> right. but I'm going to pretend I'm going to love your intellectualism. It's just, it's staggering. And you start to pick up all of these cues visually within a split second of, you know, for me or not for me. Right. And then you go and you start analyzing, like, what's that in the background? That oh my God, the selfies, they all do the car with the seatbelt on photo or the fish pictures it's oh my god just... oh my god yes and the 
like one of the things when I was uh, more into online dating, it was every guy in his Harley, every guy with their motorcycle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> can you stop it, please? <laughs> yes. Or guys smoking cigars. Like that's another weird, like strange phallic image to me. Almost. Right. Like, what right. are we exactly. What are we saying here? Right. <laughs> So did you ever go on any dates from the internet? Too many. <laughs> okay. And where did you have successful ones? Uh, did you have successful ones and then they never talked to you ever again? What did that look like? I have not had the you know, go on the first date and, you know, be ghosted out and, and people leave. I mean, come on, you know me. How how could anybody not want date number two, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what? Is that a red flag that you just fell in love with me? How could that? Be? Of course you would, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I haven't had that experience, which I'm, I'm lucky for. I like, I like to think I show up and I'm gracious and nice and fun and everything. Um, I have had the opposite happen though, where I've met somebody in person and the vibe is just completely off from the way that they texted. I played a game at one point where I didn't want to even talk to anybody first. I was like, oh, let's text and then let's just meet. Why not? That worked well once or twice. And then other times it was purely disastrous. I highly recommend anybody jumping into this, do a video call first. And because oh. that will give you a lot of information as to you know how this person feels until you can be in person and decide that you want to waste your time. And the video call is such a great time saver as well. Cause you don't, you know, you can just look good and you don't have to shower. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have to put in that much effort to get dressed, put the makeup on. Yes. Put spanks on whatever it is that you need to go out and uh, go on a date. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. I, I would have to say that um, definitely with, um, uh, you know, some of the stories that I have in online dating, are, are just hilarious. And, um, you know, it's like, I'm really glad that I found some of this stuff out about them before actually meeting them in person. Um, but like, it, like what? Give me something. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So I, there was this guy I was getting ready to, I was getting ready to meet him. And the day before we were talking on the phone and he starts to talk to me, he's like, yeah, so my my best friend, he, you know, she, she's a, she's a girl. And she was telling me that she was horny that day. And I asked her, is there anything I can help you with? And I'm like, <laughs> on the other end of the line, like what in the God's green earth is happening right now? You are talking about helping your best friend with her horniness. And I was like, um, we're done. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Never talk to you again. Bye-bye. And it was just like some of these weird things that some some people would share with me. And I was like, huh, okay, we're done. And it just, that one, re I remember that because then I was like, I cut everything off, but he was like mm -hmm. trying to text me like crazy. And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not, um, I'm not there where you're at. So um, yeah, I had some guy who at one point I said, um, can I ask you a question? Are you on Coke right now? And he goes, how did you know? I'm like, oh my, I'm like, I can hear you cutting it on the table. I'm like, and you're talking a mile a minute. I'm like, what? Oh my God, that is hilarious. 
Somebody else asked me if I have ever thought about having sex with the devil. Oh. And I said, I've dated some of them. So I guess I haven't thought about it. I've done it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> That's the best response ever. Right? And then, and then the one I did not have a response to was somebody else asked if I have ever had sex with a teen. Oh. And I, 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 I'm like, I, I didn't know. I'm like, do I call the police? Like, what am I supposed like click goodbye? See you later. Right. Exactly. What? So the, it, people do not, nobody, nothing surprises me anymore. Um, it, it disheartens you a little bit. Like you just, you just are prepared for anything and everything. And I think you can be a little bit jaded at a certain point where it's right. just, you know, you, don't, you just don't know what to expect. Like, are there any normal people out there at all? Right. So, so you gave us one really good tip. Do a video call that helps to get to know the person to kind of make things, you know, less weird, or you can kind of feel them out a little bit more by doing that video call. Do you have any other suggestions for people over the age of 50 that want to get into online dating or just dating in general? So for... Yeah, I mean, this applies to both. You're being upfront, really taking stock of what it is you are looking for in another human being and knowing, you know, creating a list for yourself of what your non-negotiables are, what you will and will not accept. And then you can have a second list of things that might be negotiable. Like it might be okay if, say, you're an empty nester that your new partner might have school-aged children that are still involved with, or you might not want anything to do with that. And, you know, and you can try it on and you can be, be open to changing your mind. I realized, oh, I thought it would be great to have that child energy in my life again. And now I'm thinking when I'm around that, it creates some um, different scheduling conflicts because I can do right. whatever I want whenever I want it. And that person isn't able to. Um, so that can be a little bit tricky. And then articulating in your profile or in conversation what it is you want. Think of maybe a list of some core questions for what you can, you know, what kind of information you can find out about them for things that are very important to you. And don't be shy about it. You know, be very upfront because it's better to not waste your time and yeah. theirs and keep moving. And it's don't have a lack mentality with it. There are literally so many fish in the sea, which you will see in these profiles because these guys <laughs> are all catching them and <laughs> posting right. pictures um what other tips would i have I, you know and that's so funny that you say that because i never realized how many people were actually actually went fishing you know <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think i've ever met anybody who fishes but like there's you know millions of people who apparently um i can make a recommendation to anybody who's online on like instagram and tiktok there's an account called therapy jeff and this is this snarky therapist who gives the best dating advice, quick tips, really short. This is what you need to do. And a lot of them are about dating and relationships. And he has some great tips of like 12 questions to ask on a date. And so I would look oh, into him that. as a, yeah, check him out as a resource for sure. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Um, I'm going to put, I'll put that information in the show notes for anybody that's interested and then I have a couple of questions that I want to ask you about aging in general. I'm going to ask that 
in just a moment. Okay. I do want to know, have you had any success with dating online? Yes, I have. I had a long-term relationship from dating online, and that was wonderful. It's, it's a way that you can meet people that you would n really never, ever bump into. You may find out that you've been in the same rooms or same concerts or cities at the same time because you share common interests and experiences. Um, so it's a really great way to have a just access to people you wouldn't normally. And even the ones that don't work out ultimately taught me something about myself, whether it was something I like in a person or something that I absolutely know is not for me moving forward. You know what? I kind of love that because I mean, you know, I think we all think that the whole concept for dating is I find someone that I fall in love with, that I'm with for the rest of my life, yada, yada, yada. And I think it's more of a, um, I don't want to say process because that's not kind of where I'm going, but I think it's more like, Hey, what can I learn about myself in these, these times where I'm meeting new and different people that are different from me? Like, I loved how you talked about really understanding what your non-negotiables are, but also kind of looking at what are the things that I would be willing to accept into my life, you know? So I think looking at this as more, fluid rather than I have one purpose in mind and that means I'm getting married again or I'm going to have a long-term relationship but looking at this as really kind of excavating who you are as a person as well exactly and you know the other curious thing I noticed is I learned what my type is oh and I didn't think I really had a type per se but in realizing oh there's a theme here in these <laughs> images that I'm picking and knowing like, up, oh, ding, ding. And then sometimes I've tried to go out of my quote type and uh -huh. there hasn't been the same sort of uh, zhuzh to the, <laughs> to the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, like it's okay for me to be like a little shallow and have a type. <laughs> so now, now I need to know what your type is. <laughs> um, I jokingly call it tats and hats. Oh my God. <laughs> If a guy can pull off a good hat and then has some like Ed tattoos, yeah, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm suckered in. Uh, you know, I have, there's a couple of people that I follow on Instagram that it will totally fit your vibe. So I'm going to send those over to you later. <laughs> oh my gosh, please do. And then like my friends and like, that's one of the other things that friends are always like, send a picture. Who are you talking about? And they're like, oh my God, you have a type. <laughs> he looks just like this and I'm like yeah I know it's just a different you know it's just in a different form from a different city or a country right, right. it's just a different part of the country tats and hats yeah okay so I want to end by asking you a few questions about being old aging midlife that type of thing so what does old mean to you? Freedom. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Okay. So our next one, at what age are you old? When you think you are. <laughs> I, um, when I worked in a nursing home, um, I just got to share this story because I found it to be hilarious. I had, um, I was working admissions and I had two 
um, two ladies that were in semi-private rooms that didn't have, um, they did not have somebody living with them in that room. So I had to move some people around for some reasons. And um, I was talking to um, one of the women and she's 98 years old. And she says to me, don't put me in with that old lady. So what she meant by that is there was a woman that was 99 that she didn't want to room with. And I just found it so hilarious that she was 98 and saying the woman that's just a year older than her was the old lady. So I love that, you know, we're looking at, you know, you're never old, right? You know, 55 is not old. It's somebody that is much older than me that's old. So I love, um, I love what you just said about uh, what, you know, you're old when you think you are. I love that. Okay. So what frightens you about aging? Illness, chronic illness. So to combat that, that's my motivation to get my sneakers on and go for a run, whether I want to or not, hoping that the payoff is going to be a decade ahead of me. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes that's hard to see right in the moment, but that's exactly, you know, that mindset, that change of mindset can get us to. Yes. Fear can be a great motivator. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it can. That's for sure. And then the last question for you is, what excites you about aging? The discoveries that are ahead. I love that. I think that's what, you know, having my children old enough now to be out on their own and realizing that I have time to read. Like I'm really reading a ton now because I have time to actually read. And it's like all these things that I'm learning about. I have time to travel or, you know, since my daughter lives in Colorado, I can travel there to see her. So it's like all these different discoveries that are out there now that I just didn't have the opportunity or time to do in the past. So I love that as well. So, well, Colleen, I do want to thank you so much for being on this podcast. You're my first guest and you um, slayed it. So I love that. And if anybody wants to reach out to you, how can they find you? They can find me at ColleenCavanaugh.com or on Instagram, ColleenCavanaugh underscore. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. And um, I'm sure you might be a recurring guest. So hopefully we'll talk soon. Oh, I would love that. And can I add one little thing about the online dating? Yes. Be choosy. Do not settle. We are too old, not old. We're in a stage in our life where we don't have to ever settle for anything again. And I would rename the title of the prompt, left, 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 right. Because there are so many that just people just need to go by the wayside and fewer people (laughs) that are going to fit the bill for what you need at this space in your glorious stage of life. I love that. I think that is the best advice because sometimes we are people, um, circumstances that we just need to leave behind and we'll leave them to the left. I love that. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much.